Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. Welcome to another episode of So Mind-Boggling Journeys. I'm your host, Bettina Goolsby. I'm an actor and dreamer slash creative continuing to go after my dreams. So much of this journey is just so mind-boggling, hence the title, for either reasons of utter disappointment or the manifestation beyond what I could have ever imagined. Follow along as I check in with other creatives along the way and learn what so mind-boggling things they have to say and what it's like pursuing the dream while living the in-between. On today's episode, we have child actor Cameron Keat, who you may remember from way back to the beginning of this season, season three, episode two, and we are also joined by fellow child actor Lyric Angel. These are actors from the Nathan's Hot Dog commercial, Stranger Stand. Now in their spot, their lemonade stand goes head to head with Andy Cohen's hot dog stand, but in the end, they end up bartering and enjoying both hot dogs and lemonade. These actors are not new to the acting game, which you will be able to see from their spot. And we are doubly excited and blessed on this episode to have the women who help these actors audition, prepare for bookings, and get to set their moms. So you'll hear from Cameron's mom, Daria, and Lyric Angel's mom, Angel Dixon. Now, this chat was recorded in 2020. So Angel, Lyric, and Cameron were just seven years old. Now, the audio was a little shaky-bakey at times because it was recorded in 2020, but it was too good not to share. We talk about the realities of being working actors, what it's like being the mother of working actors, and working with the litter of dachshunds. I don't think I said that right, but you know what I mean, the hot dog dogs. <laughs> so sit back and enjoy the episode. Thanks, everyone. I'm so glad that we were able to get everyone together for this. You know, that I, it worked out great. I didn't think it was going to be able to happen, but everyone's here. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, first of all, how does that feel for you two to see each other again, Lyric and Cameron? Good. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you saw each other? Was it the day of the shoot? That's the day of the commercial. Yeah, that's it. That's like two years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> it feels like it. Oh, see, I know. It that's does feel like it was two years ago, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. That's 2020. Oh, yeah, 2020. Yes, it was 2020. So have you all seen the commercial? I have seen all of them. You've seen all of them? They were funny. <laughs> I must say that I do think that y'all's is like the funniest. Yeah. It's so cute. The dogs were cute too. The one with the dogs, that was cute. Oh yeah, the one with the dogs mm -hmm. is really cute. I think one of the dogs' name was Baby. Aww. Baby was so sweet. Wait, dog name was Baby? <laughs> mm-hmm. The one that's like a hot dog. Well, I guess they all were like hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, they were all hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of them was named Baby. I didn't meet the others. I don't even know how many others there were. How many other dogs were there? There were like 20 of them. It, I don't want to say like six. <laughs> no, 10. There were like three. There were like three. Because I only saw three come out of the cage. On the commercial, I think it was like six. Hmm. Yeah, because I don't remember seeing that. I mean, I remember seeing one. But y'all remember seeing six. You remember seeing three. Lear remember seeing 20. It's always a lot of them. Because when I was little, when I was a baby baby, I don't even remember them. But I know my mom has pictures. She had a hot dog. They had puppies. And it was a lot of them. Two times she had puppies and it was a lot of them. So I'm like, maybe they have more puppies than the average dog or something. Yeah, like a whole litter of them. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that they always say about like with commercial shoots or I guess just shoots in general is that the hardest part is when you have pets, a celebrity, and then when you have kids. And so when I showed up for the set day and I saw there was like all these people for all these different scenarios and that, you know, I see Lyric and Cameron there and I'm like, oh, you know, this is going to be like a really full fun day. And I was just so impressed by the fact that these two, y'all were so professional. Like y'all were like pros. One will cry in, one will fall out, you know what? <laughs> just y'all were like little working actors. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's amazing that both of them are. And y'all were in sync. Y'all understood like what was happening on the set. You understood the script. You understood your positions. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how did y'all get to that? And then I didn't realize at the time that y'all be working, working. Y'all really are out here working. So I mean, how did that happen for y'all where y'all are just like constantly working? Like Becoming friends, I think. When you were on set? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, I guess we weren't friends. I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, maybe that's more of a question for the paint friends, for the moms. <laughs> so, moms, how are y'all able to get the children to really show up as professionals? I feel like Lyric just naturally caught on because she first started doing plays. She would do plays because she goes to performing art school and they will always have plays. And I think she was three at the time when she did her first play. She did Annie and she just loved the whole idea of being on set, being in front of the camera, everything that comes with it. She loved it. So that was the most professional set that we've been on. I'll say that. And she just naturally adapted. I was very surprised and I was very happy because I just knew she was going to be so tired from our long ride that I was surprised myself, but I'm glad it worked out. And then when she met Cameron, it was instant. Like they instantly just were friends. They were like, oh, you want to play? And they play Legos. And after that, they didn't even care about the parents anymore. They're like, oh, we're playing and did their own thing. <laughs> and they set up their lemonade stand. Yeah, they weren't thinking about us. <laughs> oh, I love that. And the thing for you, Daria, is that Cameron just used to being on set. I'll answer this question. We just became friends by just seeing each other. It's like it's the odd friendship. So Cameron started when he was 14 months. That was his first time on set. So he's been on screen. So it's very different from being an infant to then having more roles and to be more involved. But I think he's learned it as that this is an activity and it's an activity of choice. So instead of participating in other things, this is what he chose to participate in. So with anything, you have to perfect your craft and you have to practice a word he doesn't like, but we all, <laughs> we all manage and, you know, he does well. Mm -hmm. So a friend of mine, she actually helped me book this commercial. She was my reader. Her daughter just started playing an instrument and, you know, sometimes she'll not really be in the mood to want to practice or go to her lessons and stuff like that. So that's why I think I'm probably also asking like, you know, what do you do when they just kind of have a natural moment where they're like, mm, actually, I don't feel like really showing up today. Like, how do y'all push through those moments? Well, I would say, I mean, we've had moments like that. He's actually been sick and had to film and he's fallen asleep going to there, having to be on for the moment. And then as soon as we leave, he's been knocked out again because he was under the weather. It's kind of one of those, I guess you could say, ethics of work ethic that sometimes you make a commitment to things that 
at first you want to do, and then you change your mind. But because you already gave your word to someone, you have to stick through it and do your best because that person is expecting the best from you. And you never know what could turn out from another opportunity. And it could be as simple as possibly getting your driver's license or getting into college or getting a job and not even in the acting field. So you always have to just show up. And when you show up, you have to be 125% or more, because even for me, there's lots of things I don't want to do. (laughs) I have to do it and smile or just get through it. I agree. I totally agree. 100%. That is my exact sentiment. Lyric, I want to say when we were able to go in person to do auditions, it was smooth. She loved it. Even if we had to be in the car and rush and get to an audition, five minutes, get dressed in the car. She acted right for that. But self-taping ever since the pandemic hit, that is a struggle for Lyric. I hate it. She doesn't like it at all. So sometimes, you know, it's like that balance. I'm trying to figure out how to teach her work ethic while also respecting that she just may not want to do it and I have to give her a break. Or, you know, just like she said, I'm I'm trying to teach her how to, when you agree to something, you have to commit to it because they're sending those auditions through. They're not thinking about whether this child is not in the mood or anything like that. They're just going to send it through. And once I confirm, that's what we're doing because it's going to help her in the long run. I feel like I didn't have good discipline growing up and I really want her to have good discipline. Let me tell you, I just said that to my friend last week. I was like, you know what? The greatest gift that you can give your child is discipline. That discipline is the ticket. (laughs) Okay, so Cameron and Lyric, so I want to hear more about your day. Like, what was it like for you all to be on set? You said you liked the dogs, right? What did you think about the hot dogs? Was that fun eating hot dogs all day? I didn't eat the hot dogs. You didn't eat any hot dogs? No. Oh, no, how did y'all? And is, is that a rule for kids that they actually can't eat? They said we could eat. Wait, they said we could eat, but I decided I didn't want to eat because I didn't. I don't like hot dogs at all. <laughs> Wait, you don't like hot dogs at all? Yeah, she doesn't Every, like hot dogs or bread. Like so. if I go to my cousin's party and they have hot dogs over there, my dad begs me to eat hot dogs. I'm like, Dad. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> what do you like, hamburgers? He's like, we're going to eat that hot dog. And then when I eat it, I spit it out. Oh my God, how how ironic is that, right? And then y'all have like the cutest hot dog commercial. (laughs) (laughs) I got to figure out if I can actually play that part. In fact, she don't even like the hot dog. I don't know. We'll we'll come back to that. Larry, hold on, Larry, now. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. So I was sitting up there eating all my hot dogs and y'all's hot dogs because y'all weren't eating the hot dogs. I was like, how many more hot dogs can you eat? You know what I mean? And I like hot dogs, but I like char-grilled hot dogs. And these weren't particularly char-grilled. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it for the gig, you know? Little did I know I was taking one for the team. I didn't realize I was eating y'all's hot dogs, too. (laughs) (laughs) And Nathan's hot dogs are really good. One of my really good friends, her parents and her, they used to always make those hot dogs. And so she was talking about that, too, like how she loves them. So I know a lot of people will ask me because I'm in the business, they'll be like, oh, so how do I help my child start out? And I asked my commercial agent and she was kind of like, well, I don't work with children. And she wasn't really able to give me more information. So I was like, oh, I should ask y'all to like, how did y'all even get them involved? And with an agent, because they both have agents, right? Well, Cameron got picked up by an agent. I was his agent and momager for the first three years of his life. So I did all the legwork. 
and I was told to submit a picture. And so I just took a picture that I took and I put it on a website called Casting Networks. There's no financial reimbursement here, but from that picture, he was directly booked for Show Me a Hero, which was an HBO miniseries. From that, then he was booked for another TV show. From that, he was booked for some commercials for Pampers. And from that Pampers commercial, I was contacted by an agent. The agent says, oh, I want to send him out. I like his look. And I'm just like, okay, what do I have to do? And they said, nothing, just, you know, let me represent him. And I said, okay. So then we went that way. Within that same year, we were approached also by a management company, actually three management companies at the same time. And he was, I wouldn't say represented necessarily because they were both working for him. Three of the companies would send him out on projects. And then to this day, he still has one of them who he's been with since he's been three. And he's now recently signed to a print agency. Listen, and that just sounds like it was meant to be, okay? All those like pieces coming together like that. And I love that you, you didn't have to have like a professional photographer take the picture first. You know, a lot of times that stops us from moving forward, right? We feel like we have to start perfect and everything, you know? So I love that. Like, There's just some regular photos that, I, I mean, they were professional, but I went and took them at Target. Really? <laughs> so I went and took my pictures at Target. Like I said, he was young, so it was kind of like just, you know, new birth photos. So I took some, Target took some, and I just put them out there. And the one that they blew up of was the one from wow, Target. that's amazing. And so I actually called back the photographer, and I was like, can you believe, you know, this happened? And she's like, oh, wow. She's like, that's never happened before. And I said, I'm coming back to you. You better stay at this portrait center. Oh, I love that. It's just, so she was even like, oh, great. Right. She said it's never happened to her before. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I wonder if she then tried to then become like, is she a headshot photographer now? I don't think so. I wonder. I wonder. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wonder if she then was like, oh, that was my first client. And, you know. We're talking about six years ago now. So. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, Angel, do you want to speak to that? Like how you all started? Yeah, ours was like the complete opposite. I didn't know anything about being a momager, anything. I never thought about her being a child actor. Well, at least not professionally. But lyrics started showing interest in like theater and stuff. I want to say around two years old. She was obsessed with Michael Jackson. If Michael Jackson videos came on, she would act out the whole video from the beginning to the end. And she didn't look at other music videos like that. Only like Michael Jackson. And you know, his are like stories, like little mini movies. So then I started doing like dub smash and like voiceover type of apps. And she's like two years old and doing it to the T. So people were like, hey, how did you get her to do that? So then once she started PK3 at City Arts and Prep, which is a performing arts school, she met her theater teacher, Miss Palmer, who was the first person to tell me, you know, she's a talent manager. Well, at that time she was working on it. And so she's like, I think Lyric would be amazing. In class, she's given me so much personality. I can see this for her. So I listened, but I really still didn't take to it until I just decided to make Lyric an uh, Instagram page because she's hilarious. I, I want to say she just kept having viral videos over and over again. Just every time I post something, it's going viral. And I would have, you know, BuzzFeed and all these people messaging me. And I don't know what to do with that information. So I'm like, okay, now it's time to take this a little bit more serious. So then 
her theater teacher, who then became her manager, and then got her connected with her agency. And we've been with her agency ever since. And it's just like from day one, it just kept going. It's just been nonstop since then. Wow. Oh my gosh. So it sounds like you two are also like, because y'all are then like the producers, right? Y'all are editing these self tapes and stuff. Yeah. We're like learning in the process because see, Lyric's father does music. So we were more so focusing on her music, not even as a career, but more so for fun. She loves watching him make music. So she wanted to make it. So we, we would be focusing on that and other like little entrepreneurial stuff. Like she did lemonade stand. She, she did a lot of stuff. We weren't focusing on the acting, but everyone was like, no, she needs to act. Like she needs to act. And then once we just decided, okay, let's focus on acting. The biggest thing was the Nathan's hot dog commercial for us so far. Nathan's hot dog was the one. Wow. And so how are y'all able to manage all your obligations as moms and, you know, in charge of the house and other family obligations or even your own jobs and careers or passions, right? So how do y'all do that? I'll just say I'm going insane. Wait, wait. I haven't figured it all out yet. I don't know about Daria, but I am going crazy trying to balance it all. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, but it's kind of it's kind of fun because it's like an adrenaline rush. I don't know if I'm just crazy like that, but it's like I'm frustrated, but at the same time, I'm like, there's so many things to do. I like being busy, though, so maybe, but yeah, it's hard. And what about you, Daria? Like, how do you balance everything? With a lot of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really takes a village, and I would say pre-pandemic, you know, I really had to rely sometimes on my mom to help. And so she was coming in to help me bring him because a lot of the stuff was in-person castings. However, now things are a little bit easier. Granted, it's a lot more work. So like Angel was saying, it's a learning process. It's a learning curve. Every day there's a new direction. There's re-releases. There's, you know, one of the reasons why we have to go today is because we have three more auditions to finish up. So we have lots of other work still to try to get done. And, you know, the attention span of a child is only but so much and to make sure that they are focused enough to do it well, you know, so it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And you also want them to be kids. So you don't want them to be so inundated with just scripts or whatever they're doing and not enjoying their day or having some type of downtime, especially now that schools are back up and running. You know, so we're kind of getting back into the normal state of life since there's been like a little hiatus, which was, I think, definitely needed for everybody. Right. Yeah, because I was going to ask y'all, like with the, I was thinking that y'all probably would love self-tapes more than in-person auditions because just being in traffic alone and shuttling in and out of the city, I would feel like that would just be taxing in itself. I know how it is for me getting me where I needed to go. You know, I'm, I'm loving that I just kind of like go in the kitchen and, <laughs> and you know, throw some, put some lights up and then just do it there. You know, it's like cuts out so much of the travel and the commuting time. Yes, I, I don't mind it. Right. So then what do you advise other parents? You know, like what would you say is kind of the main thing that they should focus on either whether that's like 
rearranging their own personal life or taking on personal pictures and uploading them and just seeing what happens first? Like, what, what would you say are the best first steps for someone, a parent who's interested in helping their child pursue a career in this industry? I feel like you should research and really be sure that that's something that you and your child are interested in before you put yourself in it. Because through my experience, it was very fast. Is very fast and it's not for every child. They're really working, you know, like a little person with a little job, well, with a big job. It's not just the fun part. People always ask me because they see the results. They see her, you know, in a movie or in a commercial or something. And they're like, oh, I want to have my child in it. And But then when you really start telling them all that comes with it, then they're like, oh, I don't know about that. And I'm like, yeah, you really have to understand your child and you both have to agree to it before you just throw yourself out there. That's So I think research will be first. You also have to meet your child where they are because not every day is going to be fun. You know, everyone's like, oh, if you worked for this clothing company, did they give the apparel? I'm like, no. This gets returned to wherever they got it from. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, Cameron's been fortunate to be on SNL a couple of times now. And they're like, oh, he's been on SNL. And I'm just like, yeah. And it's it's a long day. You know, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> what you think it is. It's a great opportunity, but, you know, they are still kids and to sit idle or to sit quietly while everything else is going on, it's kind of tough and to be present in the moment. And then all of a sudden you've been sitting for five hours, then you cut to lunch or you cut to break. And then right after break, you're expected to be on. Well, a lot of times it doesn't work like that. You know, or all of a sudden you get wrapped. So you don't understand why you're not even used. So it's a tough pill to swallow for some children. And mm -hmm. the emotions are not even there just for the child. It's also for the parents. And I think the parents are the ones we have to really keep it together for our children. Because just like it's not a job for them, it's a job for us to kind of manage them and how things are going. But who they're working for is also the bigger job. And so there's different intentions. And so you never know why they cut you or you were booked and now you're cut or why you were on hold and then you were released. So you can't allow the whole emotional, you know, you could be upset, but you have to understand that sometimes there's a bigger picture. Yes. And that's so interesting. You said that because I go through that and my actor friends, we go through that all the time. And I never really thought about what it even means for like a child actor because you definitely hear more no's than you're going to hear yeses and so yeah it's like you have to teach them not to take it personally right which is like a great lesson for that at that age to kind of like i guess learn to have thick skin so to speak but then to still be open as actors and as vessels right i feel like that's something that i'm constantly working on is how to know what the business is but then also still be very open and vessels okay so cameron and lyric so tell me what's your favorite part about being actors like what's the what's the best part of it for y'all mine's just meeting friends meeting friends you meet a lot of people on these sets and the food Oh, oh, you, oh, you eat good on your sets and the very, very good food. Here, what about you? Traveling. Traveling. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Where are some places you've traveled to? New York, Miami, New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, nice. You got down to Miami, girl. <laughs> girl, that was like, hello, hi, girl, summer, girl. She loves private. She likes the whole, I think that's the part that she loves the most, just the lifestyle. Like she loves going to the hotel. She loves 
just getting on the road trip, she will not complain. If we get in the car and we say we're going to New York, she will not complain at all for the four hours. But if I say, Lyric, we're in D.C., we're going to go to Walmart that's 15 minutes away, it's drama. Oh, so we have a diva. Is that what you say? We got a diva? Yeah, it's drama. She doesn't, but she loves the lifestyle of a child actor. She likes that. Mm, I know. I'm like, it does sound kind of sweet. I'm like, wait a minute, girl. You got you got a trip to Miami. Yeah, she has wardrobe waiting for her. There's someone there to do her makeup, someone there to do her hair. She likes all of that stuff. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that she loves it. Like, that's, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay, so I know that last weekend, um, y'all were working on something. What was that project that y'all were doing? We did something yesterday. What did we do last we week? We did. I don't think we did. No, this was yesterday. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? I thought it was over the weekend. Yesterday we did like a oh. version, another version of Jumanji. Like Jumanji. Like it's a movie called Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because you were out in the woods. You were doing something to someone. You were saying something to her or like screaming out. I was like, oh, is it a horror? I couldn't tell exactly what it what was going on. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a remake of Jumanji. So it's a short film here in D.C. And we were out there from 7 a.m. to 11 o'clock at night. But we had more than one location, but it was just like so much going on. It rained. So we were supposed to start at 7, but we didn't end up starting until 9.30. And then we were supposed to have lunch at this time. And then that got put, like everything was all over the place. But it turned out the kids were having a ball. Kids were having a great time. It was like they were at recess all day. But the parents were like, okay, what time is it over? We're like sitting in the cars and, you know, we don't want to be too close because we're trying to still social distance. And the kids were like taking off their face shield and we're like, hey, put your face shield back on. So it was just a lot going on, but it was really good. Oh my gosh. And so I forgot that you are still in DC now. So I'm sure you work from home because doing the self tapes there versus traveling to New York. Were you traveling to New York for all auditions? Yeah, mostly was traveling to New York. It it worked out because when the pandemic hit, I had my my day job and then I'm an esthetician basically on the side. I worked at the museum and they closed all the museums because of COVID. So I was laid off. I was home. So it worked out because I was able to be here with her and stuff like that. But at the end of May, I'll be going into a spa now. I'll have my own suite. So I'm really curious to see how I'm going to work all this out. But she can, you know, she can come to work with me. And if she has an audition, she can just get on the laptop or, you know, record herself. But yeah, this will be, this is going to be hard. (laughs) It's going to be hard. Oh, yeah. And then, Cameron, what are you working on these days? I just finished a two-part play where I had to sit there for three hours. Wait, say that again? You had to sit someplace for three hours? I had to do a virtual play. I had to sit there three hours. No getting up. (laughs) Wait, did you have fun or were you, they just had you sitting for the three hours, Cameron? (laughs) I was just sitting for the three hours. He's so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so let me see what other questions I had. So I was going to ask, oh, are they also taking acting classes now or is just school and work and that's enough? Because you got your hands full with those two things, you know, alone. We're doing like pop-in classes, you know, so it's it's not every week 
but um, her manager makes sure that we are checking in, taking some acting classes here and there. We actually should do it more because lyrics much better when it's more consistent versus, you know, here and there. Cameron doesn't do acting classes. We just have a coach. So anytime we feel that it's something that's a little bit more challenging, especially when they're longer scripts, we're able to contact them and they'll coach him through it and then we'll continue until it's submission time. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and Cameron, what's it like being on SNL? That's like a big gig. It's fun. What do you do for them? I've done two skits, and I've also met Chris Redis. Oh, how was that? It was good. <laughs> Kids are so, like, it was good. It was fun. <laughs> I love kids. <laughs> right, he's like, he's like, I mean, it was what it was. <laughs> I did one skit where I had to run because I did not want to put a jacket on. It was for Macy's. I was like, whoa, no jackets, please. I was like, that's what I need right here. I ran under the Christmas tree. You ran under the Christmas tree? Yes, I ran straight under the Christmas tree. I ran, crouched down, (laughs) then I got back up, started running. (laughs) I love that because last time I talked to you, we talked about how you wanted to be doing your own stunts. Yes. And then I did another one where I was in this musical play, but the funny thing was that I was playing the clarinet, but you couldn't even hear my little clarinet because they put a little wood piece that I couldn't throw it. You couldn't hear the clarinet. I didn't, I didn't even know how to play it, so I was like, which button do I press to make it that you can hear it? So they just took video of you playing like you knew how to play the clarinet. Right. So what they did is they put a video of us and then they, so there's two parts. There's a part that the adults had to do and a part that the kids had to do. They filmed them at two different times because I don't know. But then there was this crazy scene where the lights turned off. We all were like, whoa, is this a, is this a drill or what's happening? So we ran straight backstage and then once the lights turned back on, Three kids were still sitting there like, what's happening? Why? Where Where are my friends? They, did they disappear? Did someone take them? Did someone kidnap them? What did they do with them? And then we had to come out from the curtains after the scene. And then we were like. <laughs> that sounds like a fun shoot day. All that action? It was not action. It was drama. <laughs> it was drama. <laughs> R-A-M-A. Drama. It's total drama-rama. It sounds like it. (laughs) Well, good for you for being able to, like, you know, handle and go with the flow with that set day. So what are y'all's biggest dreams? Like, y'all, you know, clearly you're working and you're doing different projects. So what is something where you're like, ooh, the next thing I would love to do is this? The next thing I like to do is become a pilot and fly to the moon and build a house there and make world history. And be like, I'm the first person to build a ship on the moon. And I was so happy. Wow, I love that. That was such a clear vision, too. 
you know, they say that's half, that's half of the battle is like to actually be able to see it. But when you were talking about it, I'm like, oh, I saw it for you. I, I saw yeah. it. <laughs> what about you, Lyric? Lyric, laughing. Lyric, what you laughing? Yeah, she at? loves space too. <laughs> oh, you love yeah, space too. I don't really want to be born like that, but I do want to be. But it's for swimmer. It's like a similar thing to that. I want to be a spy. Oh, you want to be a spy? I want to be a spy too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a superhero. I want to be able to sneak up on her and be like. April Fool! <laughs> <laughs> April Fool! <laughs> April Fool! Wait, I love that. So both of y'all want to be spies, and then you want to have yourself a house in space, and then you can go visit him on his house in space, Lyric. Yes, but it'll probably so, floating. Probably floating? Wow, like the Jetsons. That sounds like some Jetsons business. Do y'all know the Jetsons? I don't think I don't think I've ever shown her the Jetsons. Her dad may have. He likes stuff like that. So we might have we George Jetson. Oh yes, Amber knows George Jetson. I know Tuskegee's yes. Airman. Tuskegee's Airman. Oh, I love that. Yeah, how did she know about the Tuskegee Airman? Okay, yeah, she's been it. learning. Her grandmother sends her monthly boxes from Because of Them We Can. So each month is something new. So I believe last month or the month before it was the Tuskegee Airmen. And then and she was really into that. And then after like one month after that month, you get another. We one. got I got another one. It was about Alexa Kennedy, I think. Yeah, Alexa Kennedy. And then I got another one. That we need a new one yet. Oh, we just got two ones. Yeah, we'll but we'll get another one once May hits. Yeah. So I come back from my house because I'm going to my grandmother's house in Ohio. They'll send another one, I think, about May 5th. Probably around May 5th. They usually send it like the first week. She'll get something new. May 5th. What? Oh, my gosh. I love that because I know the woman who created those boxes. Yeah, because it gives her, she'll learn about something new and then it'll give her an idea about, like, I believe Alexa Kennedy was a neurosurgeon, correct? I believe. She was a nurse. So she learned about the the brain and it had little cool stuff. So she had like Play-Doh and then it had that, like, it's like, has like a, like, you can have the Play-Doh and it's like a mold. Yeah, it's like a mold. Like, you put the Play-Doh in and then it just makes it turn out into a brain. brain. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Thank you for listening. This has been a So Mind Boggling production. Follow along at So Mind Boggling on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.